Welcome to the Mission Driven Mom podcast. This podcast is for moms just like you who want to learn how to glorify God through finding and embracing true principles, discovering and developing your greatest gifts, and using them to serve your family and community. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Audrey Rinlisbacher. I'm the founder of the Mission Driven Mom. And with me, I have Julie Greenman. She is the head mentoring coordinator, Tracy Hyde, who is our head of academy, and Lindsay, who is a head of marketing. So really excited. We've got um, Missouri here and North Ogden, Utah, and Texas all showing up. So anyone else, as you show up, let us know where you're from and if you're coming and why you're coming. We'll talk about all of that in a little bit. So just to get started, we wanted to take just a few minutes today. We will be presenting this year's content on principles. And if you know anything about me or about the Mission Driven Mom, Principles and Natural Laws has been a project I've been passionate about for oh, probably close to 20 years at this point, teaching it out and sharing it and mentoring it and all that good stuff. And so this third year in to the Mission Driven Mom, our third celebration event, we thought it would be wonderful to have principles be the focus. We're going to talk about all things principle. And so I'm going to, we're going to share some of the things that we've been doing to prepare some of the content that we're going to share, why we're so excited to have you join us and all those kinds of things. You are more than welcome to ask questions and I'll, um, let everyone know what your questions are and we can answer them. We've also got Layton, Utah showing up as well. So yeah, keep putting your names in and letting us know where you are from. First question I want to ask you amazing women is, uh, this may sound a little funny, but when, how, why all of those things, did you begin learning about principles? Like, can you remember a moment in your life or an event or experience when the concept of principles kind of really entered your awareness and became something that was important to you for some reason, when and how and why did that process happen for you? I would like to share some of their sharing experience. Okay. I'll go ahead and share first. Um, a long time ago, the nature of my husband's job required us to learn about principles. And so we learned them early on and I was kind of a rules type of a person and I learned the hard way. And I learned the hard way that you don't use rules so much as, as you do, you give your children or yourself principles to live by, and then it's easier to live the rules. And so, um, people want to do it. They, they know the why. And so we noticed a change in our parenting as we began to teach principles rather than only rules. Julie, I know this is, that's beautiful. I know this is something that you're going to get into in more detail at the event, but give us a quick little, um, what's the difference between a rule and a principle? What do you mean when you say that? Okay. So a rule uh, it rule could be an application. A rule is like clean your room, make your bed, mm-hmm. uh, 
clean the kitchen after dinner every Tuesday night. And <clears throat> I was just thinking about the one that I, <laughs> that I, I told at the celebration a couple of years ago, we had a rule to wear nylons to church because I wanted my children to be, you know, just fancy, I guess. <laughs> and every Sunday, my children, my girls, I had five daughters, one boy, he didn't mm -hmm. have to wear nylons. Mm -hmm. And they would just kind of fight me tooth and nail because it was a rule. It was something that they had no why around. They had absolutely. And I tried to teach them the why, but we realized after, after several years, you couldn't get nylons at, in the store very often anymore <laughs> that we were going to get rid of that rule. But the principle was, you know, wear the best things that you have just show God a sign that you love him. And that changed everything. And that allowed Whoa. my children not to have to follow a rule that they didn't believe in. They believed in wanting to show God a sign, but they didn't believe in wearing nylons. Yeah. <laughs> you well, said kind something of really interesting there too, about that. Why? And we'll get into more detail in about that at the event too, right? Like the, mm -hmm. the principles help us help them know why. What were you going to say, Lindsay? Go ahead. I just, it sounds kind of like rules are like that we um, make rules, but we don't make principles. Mm, yes, that's true. Good point. It's true. Mm -hmm. Great insight. So somebody else want to share about when they started learning about principles, what that looked like and share something. Why? Um, there's Why a, there's a quote that I came across just the other week, um, that really, um, illustrates what happened to me and, and why I wanted to learn about principles and why it was meaningful. This uh -huh. is Herman Melville and his, um, short novel, Billy Bud. Um, and it's about this captain of a ship that's really learned. He brings his library on board and he, during the, the, um, the journey he studies and he studies the classics and so this is talking about this captain it says his settled convictions were as a dike against those invading waters of novel opinion social political and otherwise which carried away as in a torrent no few minds in those days minds by nature not inferior to his own and so i think for me i realized that i was lacking something i just didn't know how to think when I was confronted with different ideas and different opinions, I just wanted a way to find a way through that. And I knew I desperately needed it because it felt like there were so many ideas swirling around me and I didn't know how to mentally cope with it and how to be a leader for myself and for my family. And so my first introduction um, for, for finding principles in the things I was reading was actually through you, Audrey, several years ago. And so that really gave me the purpose. Oh, this is what I'm looking for. And then once I figured out, this is what I'm looking for. And, and principles is something like Lindsay said it there. It's not made. It's, it's, um, something that is always true for all time. All people are places, something that I can apply in my life and rely on it, bringing good fruit. And so that finding principles were like these gems I was trying to find and collect and be able to apply in my life and that I could have faith in applying those things. And so I felt like just learning about the concept of how to find principles. Um, it was like coming out of the desert and, and building my dike, I guess, like this quote against those different ideas um, that are swirling around. 
That's awesome. I love that, Tracy. I love Tracy's story. Tracy's the one that introduced me to principles through you, Audrey. She had um, some videos that you had done a few years ago and they were just fabulous. It just made sense. I don't know that I was searching for that like Tracy was, um, but once I found it, I knew, um, I knew it was good. And then yeah. when we started working together, um, then I started to see the, I started to see that principles work. Yeah. So like we, it wasn't, we'd only, you know, maybe two or three discussions in from when you and Tracy and I began reading and creating what is now level one of the Academy. Um, and I just remember like we hadn't had very many meetings and we were reading, we were learning about the drama cycle and I was in the drama cycle to my, you know, like past my head, I was drowning in the drama cycle and all of a sudden, because of the principles we were learning, it was so clear what was going on, why it was going on, what I needed to do to get out of it. And it just, um, for, I've just, I've been all in since then because the, I could see the principles worked. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was, and I've probably shared this on a podcast or somewhere, but just all those years ago in that little liberal arts class, reading, reading the classics, reading the great books and John Locke talked about natural laws and that there was this, and I had just never been exposed to this kind of reading before I had spent three years at a major university. And I, I was just floored and he was talking about, okay, well, if we strip everything down and, and we think about man as being in a state of nature and, if we didn't have any government and we didn't have any rules, what would that look like? And, and what would govern mankind if there wasn't an overarching government government and how would people relate to each other and how would they like know what was right and wrong? And I never even, my thoughts had never been taken to that place before. And so I, I'd never even tried to imagine what a world would be like, like that. And then he says, well, of course, you know, natural law would be the first original law. And I'd never even really heard about natural law. And, I, and so I was just fascinated by this new way of thinking about things and stripping everything away and getting to fundamentals and looking at what's foundational and what human beings have in common before race and culture and even gender enter the picture and, and how conscience is a part of that. And what we know to be intuitively true and what's always been true. And I just had never been exposed to any of that. And it was totally life-changing for me. And that's when I first started to think about natural law being a way to bring people together, to connect us at our deepest core, to help us find ways with people who seem like they're completely on the other side of something to find common ground to build on. And it's just been a journey ever since it was, you know, I've been in run in circles where there was a lot of talk about principles, but I came to see that rarely was there a conversation about defining them, about really coming to understand them. As I got deeper into the great books, I started reading 
you know, Aristotle and Aquinas and all these great thinkers talking about something called first principles. And I didn't know what that was and how that fit into the picture. And so just over the last 15 or 20 years, deconstructing that and, and caring enough about it to try to get my mind around it. And so that's where it began for me. And it's just been kind of a, a love affair ever since to, to try to govern my life according to principles and discover what they are and build a framework that can be communicated clearly and give other people tools for the discovery and utilization of true principles at the, at the, at the most basic, easiest level, entry level possible. So along with that question, I'd love to ask each of you, having started on that journey, what is one, like you could share one story, one experience, but what's an important and concrete way in which principles have blessed your life? Maybe it's a specific principle. Maybe it's the way that you, you've kind of mentioned a little bit about this, but do you have any other thoughts about how principles have made it an important and concrete difference in your life, your daily life and the way you live? So I would say for me, just recently, um, and, and this was something um, that finally solidified itself in my heart at one of our meetings as we're preparing this content for the celebration event. Um, as we're discussing you know, first principles and natural law principles and, and the five types of questions. And, you know, we've got some really, really great stuff in store. Um, but as we were discussing how that all works together, I think I finally made the connection. And, and, and what, for me, one of the big things I learned is that, is that we need to focus on the outcome. And the principles help and the questions together, the five types of questions together, help us to understand the outcome that we really want and understand how to get there. And so I was kind of struggling with a few things um, when, we were, when we were meeting and finally was able to, to make some headway. I got so much clarity by asking some better questions and focusing on the outcome that I want and then connecting that to some principles and some first principles. So I have a, a sheet that I look at every day um, that tells me some of the things that I'm trying to um, accomplish. And it's reminding me of what the first principles are and what the outcome is that I want and the next step. So that, that was the other thing is that once you understand the principles and the outcome, then it's really clear what your next step is. And so I feel like I've been able to make some progress just, just um, writing those out and just getting really clear on those things. That's awesome. Anyone else have any thoughts about concrete ways in which principles have helped you, changed you, blessed your life? Well, I think like Lindsay was saying, it just um, has helped her get clear on her actions. And so an example for me is um, for a lot of years, I'd like felt like I needed to be a music person, but that was just something that was put in my, my mind by the environment I was in and, and other people's goals and things. But then there was a principle in um, level one that talked about of the academy that talked about um, looking back to your past mm -hmm. that um, 
as we look back to our past, we can find our in our innate talents. And so um, that was a specific principle that told me what to do. Okay, if I'm stuck, if I'm not really sure where my talents lie, I can look back to the past, my past to my childhood and find those innate talents. And so it gave me a direction to go. And so I did that and I discovered some talents that I didn't realize were there. And then, so now I have, like Lindsay was saying, now I have a way forward. I have a way to act because principles have given me something specific to do um, or given me a direction to act that I didn't know before. I wasn't aware of that. So that's one example. I love that, Tracy. I think I'd have to, now that I've been through the MDM Academy and I recognize really how principles have helped me. I didn't realize it at the time. I'm going to tell a little story, but it really helped me stay out of the drama triangle. Um, I remember when my oldest was 12 and my second was 10. It was a girl and boy respectively. And they were fighting over each other's flaws. And I, I don't remember exactly what they're fighting over, but it was loud and clear. And it was like, you did this wrong. And and you know, I'm supposed to do it this way. And, and it was just, it was aggravating. And I was, I was so ready to flog them. I shouldn't say that, but I was, and I, because I didn't know how to control myself. I was often in the drama triangle, but I remember that we were learning about principles through my husband's work. And we were, you know, we were, I, I really wanted to calm down and, and find out how I could use principles here. I had no idea, but I knew there was a principle and that is we say our prayers to know the will of God. Right. So I said a silent prayer and I said, please help me figure this out, figure this out calmly and beautifully. And the Lord's will was known to me. He said, go tell them about the moat and the beam and go study it together. And, and I thought, well, that's another principle. Scriptures are a powerful tool to teach morals, right? So I, I asked him, Hey, do you guys know what a moat or a beam is? So I, I used question right then. It wasn't, it had nothing to do about their fighting. They were kind of taken aback. Like what is a moat and a beam? That's another principle, by the way, questions teach more powerfully than lectures. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm saying, well, well, let's go find out what it is. And I said, go to Matthew seven, three and four. And so we went over to Matthew seven, three and four. And I asked him, what is a moat? You know, let's read this. What is a moat? What is a beam? And we discussed it. And then I said, what do you think the Lord wants us to do? And they're saying it and they go, mom, was this all because we were fighting? I said, I, I, you know, what does the Lord want you to know? And I, I kept asking the questions and, and you know what, it was an incredible tool. And I got out of the drama triangle. I didn't realize it at the time, but now that I've been through the Academy, like I said, it got me out. So I think that's one of the greatest things that has done for me. The principles have done for me is they help me get out of the drama triangle. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And that is something that we're going to be talking about at the event as well. The role that each of these types from natural law to first principles, principles and application, the role that they play in helping us to clarify our vision and to um, figure out the what, the why, and the how 
to move forward in areas of our lives where we need to move forward. You know, it's one of the things that's, I, what I would say about principles is that they change the way that I think about myself and the way I think about the world. So they give me hope that if I keep bumping up against some problem in my life, there must be something that I, there's something that I can learn to move past that. There's a principle that I need to learn and live. They help me get clear. It's kind of like Tracy was talking about that. There's so much going on in the world and we live in this information age and there's so many issues and it's principles provide a clear way of wading through that and discarding with what's unimportant, with what's surface, with what's application. One of the things that I think we all discover, well, I don't know. I mean, it, it took me some time to discover this, I guess, but so much of the teaching and the writing and the YouTube videos and the books that, that, that are put out are very application heavy. There's a lot of voices telling us exactly how to do things and what it is that we're supposed to do and thinking for us. And I guess fundamentally principles has empowered me to think more for myself and to trust the conclusions that I draw and to stick with things because I know that I've landed on an immutable truth that will pay off over time. And they're, my husband likes to say they're the long cut because we want a lot of, there's a lot of shortcuts presented to us, but actually principles are the shortcut because they create long-term solutions and peace. You know, Audrey, so, yeah, the, go ahead. The application. So, so a lot of the world is focused on application. That's also what's causing a lot of the contention, right? Is yeah. we're disagreeing about the application, because I think if we could bring things back to the principles and the first principles, most of us, most people would agree on those things. It's, it's the application that's causing the problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And that goes for any, uh, any group for, from, from a marriage to a family, to a neighborhood, you know, to a school unity around principles can, can be achieved quicker than definitely around application. And when you start at the same principles, then ways forward become more clear. And that's awesome. Okay. So let's get to the event itself now with some framework behind why we love principles and how they've helped us personally and why we care about this content so much. Um, let's have, I would love for each of you to share kind of how you're preparing and what are some key things that you've discovered in preparing? And I'll tell you one for me to start. So, <laughs> so we have, especially level two, right? So level two of the Academy is a really deep dive into some difficult writings. And we practice finding natural laws and we practice finding first principles and this event doesn't replace that experience because that's the practice that follows. Mm -hmm. You've got to practice and practice and practice to develop a skill. But the event is a bit of a kind of a shortcut there for understanding that some of the ideas that are presented there and will definitely get you on the path and 
fast track you to a better understanding of what all this stuff is that we're talking about and how you can live in a more principle centered way. And you can take that information and begin applying it immediately. And then in level two, we'll mentor you through that process of practicing that over and over and over again, until you really feel confident and independent in that. So they partner with each other really, really well, but you know, Julie and especially Tracy have been mentoring in level two for a while. And I've mentored in level two. And as we've mentored out this content, there've been different questions sometimes about, okay, well, but how do you write a principle and how do I know exactly when I've landed on a principle and, you know, is this or that a first principle and all that kind of stuff. And we flushed that out in the academy. But what we discovered is that sometimes we were talking about it in a little slightly different way. And so some of the students were a little bit confused about what is this thing called a principle? How can I, and, and I'm going to just warn you right up front, there is not one right way to write a principle simply because you and I, we all know that I could tell a story, the exact same story, conveying the exact same principle and moral in a myriad of ways. So the important thing about writing the principle is to convey the central message of it. And there's a myriad of ways that that can be done. But the point I'm getting to is, so we're like, okay, well, we need to try to rein this in and be really unified on the way that we're describing this and defining this and all of that. So we start exchanging these Marco Polos and they get really, really long and there's lots of them. And then, you know, someone would be really behind and watching the Marco Polos and then they'd come in and, okay, I'm trying to catch up. And what, you know, what is this and what is that? And asking all these questions around it. And I think it was Tracy or Julie. I don't know. Somebody was the brilliant one who said, you know what we need? This is what we, this is what we do specifically and uniquely well at the mission driven mom that can help the families that we're, that we're working with is to call them actionable principles. And so one of the biggest insights for me after all these years of reading all these, you know, great books and practicing myself and teaching it out is that in preparation for this event specifically, that is just one of many insights that have come out of the study and the preparation beforehand, that what we teach is actionable principles, and that's defined in a unique way. And those are a certain um, category because we write them and articulate them and discuss them in ways that make that empower us to act upon them. And so we'll, you know, define those and flesh those out more clearly, what that means, why that matters, how that's helping us, how we know that that will help you. So that's one thing that for me has been a really important insight in the preparation for the event. So has any, do, have any of you had, I know Lindsay shared a little bit of an insight about looking, focusing on outcomes, but do you have any other experiences in preparation, writing your own, you know, the content or the meetings that we've had of insights that you've had in, in preparing for this event that have made a difference for you? I, I do. I was, I'm, I get to teach about the five types of questions, which I think we'll talk about that in a minute, but, um, I remember preparing for one of our meetings and I just, I, I thought, I've got to sit down and figure this out, how to define these types of questions. We've got a little bit, we've got a little bit here and there, but we haven't really fully 
just nailed it down. And I just, I really spent a lot of time and with prayer and trying to understand how I've used them in the past with my children. And it just, it came together and it has, it has been super helpful to me um, as I've even taught other people how to understand the five types of questions. So that's been awesome. I have to ask, I have to say too, Lindsay is so awesome. She sends me texts all the time <laughs> and she's, how, how does this sound for the, the definition of a first principle and then a principle and how does this work? And, and she's kind of had to, she's kind of forced me, like put her finger on me to really really think deeply. And so I thank you, Lindsay, because I feel like I'm, I'm getting more clear in my logic and reasoning with what these, what these really are. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just think that's, I want So I just am really excited to have this clarity to share with our community, right? That it's so clear, our definitions of principles and first principles and applications and the five types of questions. I mean, it's just, it is just so helpful to have those things just clear. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I think one important insight um, for everyone going into this as well is um, the five types of questions. The reason that they're connected with articulating principles is that it's a tool to articulate principles. I think a lot of times we get bogged down in, well, what is this even for? Why are we even asking these five types of questions? But um, one of the greatest reasons is that they do allow us to follow a path to articulating principles and then applying them and not getting caught in the weeds. I think a lot of times when we're reading things or hearing different things out there, we just kind of get caught in tangents and not really into the things that really make a difference in our lives and help us move forward in our personal growth and in our family's growth, our community's growth. But when we ask the five types of questions, that's what helps keep us focused on finding principles and articulating them and applying them. Yeah, definitely. It's funny because I I remember when I threw that out there and I was like, well, should we discuss the five types of questions in the event? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the response I got. (laughs) And then the more it got fleshed out in individual presentations around different aspects. And I mean, there's like presentations on each type of question and then practicing that out that will happen. That's just becoming phenomenal. So yeah, yeah, that's what I want to say. I want to make sure that everyone knows that this is, this is a place where you are going to discover. It's not that you're going to sit there and listen and take notes. You are actually going to be doing some work and really discovering so that you can go home and do this with yourself in your studies and your family, your husband. The questions are going to help you discover the principles you need to be powerful. I shouldn't say powerful. I should say transformation, transform, transformed. So for those that might be watching or as this gets shared out and more people are exposed to what we're talking about today, I just want to ask how you would respond if someone's watching this and they're thinking, okay, well, hypothetically, this sounds nice but it sounds really abstract. It sounds kind of hard. Um, I I think I can probably get by without it. 
you know, I think I'm good. What, what would you say to someone, you know, it just, it just kind of sounds like, ugh, I'm just going to be doing these really hard, really abstract, really intellectual things that aren't really my jam. You know, I'm just not, not about that. What, what would you say to someone who might have that kind of response or concern? We, I was wondering, okay. What'd you ahead. say, Julie? No, go ahead. I say we, it is hard. It is abstract, but we've done a lot of work to make it easier and less, <laughs> less abstract, right? Like, because we are so clear on what it is that you need to transform your life. And it's true. I mean, you just, just knowing this stuff you are a different person. And then you start to, and then you start to interact with it and, and learn more and, and apply it more. And then you're really a different person, but just, just understanding this framework of there is truth and we can know it and we can act on it to solve our problems. I mean, it changes everything. Right. And we, that we're here to make that a little easier. We're here to condense Audrey's 20 years of learning and study into something that you can come to the event and leave with a pretty good handle on what it is and how it's going to help. Mm -hmm. Love that. I would, I would be worried not to go because of the change that's happened to me to learn principles and to learn questions and, and not have the, I would, I would hate to have missed all the experiences that I've had in my life that have changed me from a lecturing rule-based <laughs> Hitleristic mother. <laughs> My children may listen to this later. So they're going to go. Yeah. I mean, even my senior in high school who is now having her sixth baby in a month, she, she said to me, mom, what was happened to you? you've changed? And it, it was a good change. I would be so worried not to go because of the changes that have happened to me wow. in, in, in using principles. <laughs> wow. I love that, Julie. Okay. Can um, I add one more thing? Yes. Yes, please. I mean, we're all looking at the culture <laughs> right now. <laughs> yep. We can't afford not to know this stuff and we no. can't afford not to teach our kids this stuff. Mm -mm. I, I think it's like, coming and picking up your sword and your shield, because I think knowing how to think like this protects us and our families when we teach it to them. And then also it helps us wield a, a sort of truth because we can gather truth and then share it with other people. And so it's so worth it. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love what Callie said. She said, my children have said the same things. They actually encourage and push me to keep going and learning. They love the change as much as I do. Yeah. So they're seeing changes in her that, that they love. And so they want her to keep yeah. becoming more principle centered. So a couple more things before we wind down, um, you stuck in there with us for quite a while. First of all, the flow of the day, I want to just share with you a little bit about what you can expect the day to kind of look like. And then a couple last closing questions and thoughts, um, what you're going to get when you arrive 
is a journal of your own with this year's logo on it, a beautiful little jewelry, silver jewelry charm to go on a charm bracelet. That's something that we've instituted recently. If you finished a level of the Academy, then when you come to the celebration and walk across stage, we give you charms for a charm bracelet for the level that you've completed. And every year when you show up at the celebration, you get that year's charm. I wish I had one with me, but one side of it is our celebration bird. And the other says mothers of principle, you'll get your lanyard with your name. You'll be seated with friends or people that live near you and we'll be at round tables in just a beautiful venue. Um, if you've seen some of the emails, you'll, you'll have seen some of those beautiful pictures, which opens to a lawn and a lake. And we have the whole venue for the day to ourselves. You'll be seated at round tables and the day is very, very interactive. Uh, we hope to fill less than half the instruction time with actual instruction. We hope to give you as, as little information as you need to succeed as big as possible. And then journaling, table discussions, sharing with the group. Uh, we're going to wander, answer questions and mentor during the during the time that, that you're practicing on things. You're going to have short little readings that you can practice each of these skill sets on, and we'll give you feedback on that. Very, very interactive so that by the time you leave that day, you will have in your hand a couple of principles that you've discovered and a little action plan for yourself of how you're going to begin applying those. We're going to feed you a wonderful lunch. You're going to watch women from the Academy walk across stage and receive certificates and charms to celebrate uh, what they've accomplished and the community. I mean, if you've been in this group and you've watched some of the Facebook lives that have been happening, you know that these women, I mean, the community is a big part of this. We had, and I know last year was wonderful and we had lots of incredible feedback about the content and how the flow of the day went. And we hope that we can offer an online event each spring as well. But this annual event is called the MDM celebration because it's a celebration of you and it's meant to build real in-person non-COVID relationships where you can hug each other and talk to each other and enjoy each other's company and know that you're with like-minded women. It builds hope in the future. It builds encouragement that the world is becoming a better place. And I promise some of these will become lifelong friendships for you. That's what's already been happening through these events. And so we had people reach out and ask, would you do it online again? And we just said, we will try to service that need in another way, but this, we cannot pull off event that's equally good in person and online. And so this one is live and we know that we've changed locations and it's down here in Texas, but we're centrally located. Dallas is cheap to fly into check out skip lag because you can get one way tickets or you can use skip lag to get really cheap um, plane tickets. We have people getting Airbnbs to accommodate you um, road tripping in vans. <laughs> if you watch Leanna's Facebook live as well. So lots of ways to get here and just don't let you know, I mean, it's hard for me to say this because, you know, I don't know, I guess, cause I'm the founder. I just, I just would be sad if you let some of those obstacles stand in your way. You know, it's like Callie said, when your family can see that what you're doing is changing you, changing the culture, blessing their lives, making your home a happier place to be. They push you out the door. They don't mind the little bit of money that you spend and the couple days that you're away from them because it will bless them for years to come. They get behind that and support that. So mm -hmm. 
please keep sharing out your thoughts and, and, and questions in the chat as we finish up. If you have any other lingering questions for us, I just want to finish up by asking all of you ladies, what are you specifically excited about? What are you preparing to teach and what excites you about this year's event? I think you just said it, that connection is going to be super important. I'm excited to see the, you know, the effects of what, of what this is going to do. Um, I'm excited. I'm going to be talking about natural law and first principles and how they're the bridge that we build to, to, to get us to a place that we couldn't get to on our own. And to create that unity that we desperately need. And so I'm really excited to, um, to talk about that and, to, and to, watch, to watch the effects of what we're going to be learning. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm going to teach about, print, about questions and I'm, we're going to learn how to discover these first principles and principles through questions. Yeah, you could not get a presenter that was more excited to talk about questions than Julie. When we Sorry. were reading about this, we were like, that is yours. We are so handing that off because she is just so on fire about that. And Oh, but you're not handing it off. Well, I'm going to give it right back to you and you're going to ask more questions than you've ever asked in your life. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I've been super excited yes. because I've seen them work for years, for two decades. And yep. with my children. And I, you know, for those watching and, and thinking about attending, I want to let you know it is on sale 15% off right now. The sale starts today. That will last for a week. We hope to get this uh, Facebook Live launched out into a podcast as quickly as possible for you so that you can share it out more easily. And these women, I mean, they have paid such an incredible price to be in this material. I think they've all probably gone through level one, three or four or five times at this point. They've taught it and retaught it and learned it and relearned it. Tracy's been learning about principles for many, many years at this point. Julie's been reading the great books and mentoring and asking questions. Lindsay is brilliant when it comes to the culture and talking about the bridge building and the interdisciplinary connections. And so they each are in this going to going to present in spaces where they have unique ability and unique insights and, and bring a lot to the table. So we're really, really blessed to have you. And thank you. Thank you again for your preparation and your study and, and the thoughts and, and, and hard work that you're putting in. Of course, I'll be presenting several times around the big whys, the big questions, how to apply them, why this kind of self-education is so critically important for us. So I'm excited to, to do that as well. But are there any last questions in here in the Facebook group that we can answer for you about this event before we let you go? We would absolutely love and appreciate for you to share this out in other groups and on your pages, letting people know that the sale is on. If you are up for, you know, carpooling, coming with a friend, please um, let them know so that you know, Lindsay talks about this a lot. It's on my mind, but it's really on her mind. And I appreciate the constant reminder that 
the culture is moving further and further away from principles and truth. And what, what we really ultimately hope to give you and to build and create is a community that has the power to, to shift the culture. We do that, of course, by shifting the culture in our homes and, and raising principle-centered children, but we also do that by reaching out into our communities and building those bridges Lindsay's talking about through emphasizing that there are fundamental truths that are never going to go away. Everything in the world is not relativistic and secular, that uh, we do have a loving God who has has given us laws of human nature through which we can govern ourselves and our communities and our nations. So with all of that, thank you again so much for being here today and joining us. Thank you, Julie, Lindsay, and Tracy for, for being here with me and for all your preparation and hard work. Thank you for those who watched us live and those who've shared it out and please post any more questions that you might have and we'll get those answered. And we will see you in two months here in Dallas, Texas at uh, our beautiful venue that we've reserved to spend a day together talking about principles and becoming more principle-centered ourselves to build principle-centered homes and communities. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>